Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. Spoiler alert! Young children who believe in Santa don't need to hear this episode, okay? I heard recently that my dad always felt funny lying to us six kids about Santa Claus. I've heard others say the same thing. If I lie to them about this, how will my children ever trust me when I'm telling the truth? I get it. But I also recall the excitement around Santa was some of the most joyful memories from my childhood. Now, I'm not trying to convince you of anything, and I don't expect you to change your traditions on my account. Plenty of people around the world have their own variation on Santa Claus. Sinterklaas, for example. Many cultures don't acknowledge a character remotely like Santa, and that's perfectly fine with me, too. You can count on me not to pick a fight over a mythical, generous, portly elf. If Santa Claus is downright offensive to you, well, then it's unlikely you're listening to this podcast anyway. How did you react when you learned the truth? That Santa was an idea, a symbol, not a real person. Did you think it was an elaborate plot to dupe you? To see how gullible you might be? Did you feel disappointed? Were you surprised or maybe embarrassed that you had played along with this cultural ruse for so long? I was perplexed. I'd seen clues, several clues, many clues. I even encountered the gift-hiding place, yet I still wanted to believe. I think my response to the truth was, Huh. Well, that was fun while it lasted. I think my dad was relieved. He may have even helped the process along now that I think of it. I was, I am, the eldest child, and I think he thought it was time for me to know. On one hand, I was honored to be let in on the big secret. I was entrusted with a secret that only adults know. Cool. Except I was a kid. A kid with lots of younger siblings. Dad said, now don't tell your brothers and sister. I wondered now if he was actually hoping I'd blab and relieve him of Santa duty. Nah, although he and Mom had to be tempted. Accidentally spilled the beans and they could give up overnight toy assembly, stocking filling, and gift hiding and gift placement. But the secret was safe with me. Why would I want to spoil the fun? Never. I wanted to keep it going as long as possible. Please keep believing. Please. I never had trouble distinguishing between Santa and Jesus. We didn't kneel beside our little beds and pray to Santa. He could make toys appear, but Santa couldn't be everywhere at once. Santa couldn't bless us the way I understood God could. God wasn't seasonal, either. No, Santa was more like Mary Poppins. Not real. Or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Bats can't really fly. At least they couldn't in the 1960s, I'm not sure about today. I also wasn't confused that Aslan wasn't Jesus or God, but understood that the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe was wonderful allegory. 
and Harry Potter is a fictional character who happens to prevail over evil, with a little help from his friends. It was not hard to figure these things out. Eventually, the day came when all the little kids knew. Everyone knows? Now what? I wonder if that's the year we started new traditions in our family. Perhaps my parents or siblings remember if that was the year we switched to Midnight Mass and fondue for Christmas Eve dinner. It had always been our tradition to open gifts on Christmas Eve. Then we children would get up early Christmas morning for Santa gifts. Not super early, because we were gently warned not to get up too early and interfere with Santa Claus. After breakfast, we got dressed and went to Mass. We came home and played with our new toys and games all day long. We often got back into our pajamas. We picked out on cookies and candy canes, tried on new clothes, and played Clue or Masterpiece or Scrabble or Risk or... You get the idea. When we all outgrew Santa, we were old enough to stay up for Midnight Mass. There was no reason to get up at O-Dark 30, so we stayed up half the night instead. As a young teen, I found the late hour and the biting cold and the bright candles and the traditional hymns breathtaking. We would peel off our coats and hats and mittens and muffs and gloves and <sighs> celebrate. One of my favorite later memories of Midnight Mass was my sister singing, Oh, Holy Night, with our brothers. They didn't invite me to sing, but I had a toddler at the time, and my hands were full, and, well, it doesn't matter. Barbara was up there with the four boys, and that very lovely hymn has never sounded more holy to me. I was fortunate, very blessed, to land in this family where we learned to pray for each other. God bless Mommy and Daddy and Carrie and Jamie, and I think we always recited the kids in birth order. Easier, I suppose, so we never left anyone out. Those innocent little prayers had their own magic. I have a family of my own now, sons-in-laws and grandchildren, too. So I've played Santa, and super-de-duper enjoyed it, too, by the way. Well... Maybe I wasn't thrilled about a few late-night rush assembly projects where my husband and I struggled to uh, keep our voices down. Anyway, we had a special Santa cookie plate, and the kids would squeal that Santa had enjoyed the cookies. He even said so in a note. I had disguised my handwriting by slanting my letters backward. <laughs> well, who knows how long I really fooled our daughters with that. I wasn't trying to fool them, just sweeten up the magic a bit. My hope was that all these thoughtful little touches would remind them just how loved they were. They are. And I forgive my brother Jamie for matter-of-factly, at age seven, making me doubt the magic of my baby magic doll. She came with a magic wand when you raised it above her head, her eyes would open and her arms would move up. Move the magic wand down and they would close and lower. Raise, lower, raise, lower. Amazing! Carrie, 
You know the want is just a magnet, right? He meant no malice, I'm sure. Just a little frustrated I hadn't put two and two together. But I chose to keep believing. Kinda. Foster the magic of Santa Claus, or don't. Can we agree, though, that it is good when life is tough and confusing and maddening and fast and aggravating to remember the magic, to recall those times when we felt safe and loved and awestruck and grateful? Even better, I think, is to think of those blessings right as they are happening. Enjoy the moments in the moment. Consider yourself tucked in. I want to sit beside the window so I can see the Christmas lights. I want to watch those cartoon specials. I hope to get my fill tonight. Santa Claus the Grinchy Dude and even Rudolph's nose. When I was very little, I believed in all of those. I want to tally up my blessings, but the list is far too long. I want to gather up my children and sing every Christmas song. Be kinder to all God's sweet lambs, include them in my prayers. If I don't, I've missed the point of magic in the air. If I don't, I've missed the point of magic in the air.